Non-fungible token. It's the new buzzword on the blockchain and in crypto commerce. But what is an NFT, really? And why should we care about them? In this edition of Commerce Code, NFTs and the future of social commerce. I'm Silvio Tavares here in San Francisco. This is Commerce Code, brought to you by DCA, the Digital Commerce Alliance. It's great to be with you. This week, news emerged that OpenSea, a large marketplace for NFTs that is valued at over $1.5 billion, was involved in an insider trading scheme. The allegation is that one of OpenSea's senior employees was using a secret cryptocurrency wallet to buy NFTs of art images that were soon to be posted on the homepage of OpenSea's website. By buying the NFTs of the artwork before they were posted on OpenSea's website, the employee was engaging in one of the most well-known and illegal insider trading schemes. It's called front-running. The scandal highlights the things that can go wrong with new commerce technologies like NFTs. But there are also many things that can go right. After all, NFTs are really reinventing the notion of value. By creating a unique and scarce digital store of value that can be exchanged or traded, and it's often tied to a rare piece of art, NFTs have created a completely new asset class. And that doesn't happen all that often in commerce. But it's complicated. How do NFTs work? Why are they important to consumers and to merchants? To answer those questions and more, we go to New York to speak with two executives of Moonwalk, a leading NFT platform for social commerce. Shiv Madden is the CEO, and he's a former executive of eBay. Greg Consiglio is the chief strategy officer, and he's a former executive of Ticketmaster. We discuss NFTs and how people and brands will increasingly use them to engage in social commerce. Hey, good morning, Shiv. Good morning, Greg. How are you? Great, thank you. Thanks for having us. And Shiv, you are the CEO and co-founder of Moonwalk. Where are you based today? I'm in the New York area. Excellent. And how about you, Greg? Yeah, I'm in the New York area as well. We're a 100% virtual company. We've got teams scattered around the U.S. and other countries, but Shiv and I are both in, uh, uh, in the New York area. Yeah, it's the way business is done. Everybody's virtual. I think maybe that's one positive thing that's come out of the pandemic. You know, most of our companies in the Digital Commerce Alliance and most of the listeners to our show are industry insiders. And like you, they're working virtually around the world. Industry insiders, we tend to love acronyms, but you guys use a new one, NFT. What is an NFT and why do consumers and merchants need to know about them? NFTs are non-fungible tokens. They're on the blockchain, encrypted files that contain any type of metadata. Most recently, they've been containing artwork, collectible characters like CryptoPunks and Bored Ape Yacht Club. They also contain sometimes other digital artworks like a Beeple artwork. You know, for the most part, recently, they've been centered around art and sometimes music. 
Shiv, that's a great explanation of a fairly complex term, NFT. What's the relevance for people maybe that aren't art collectors of NFTs? An item on the blockchain that is encrypted with the ability to store different types of data, you know, that item is unique and verifiably rare. So there's only one of that type of asset and you can track that asset over time. You know who produced the asset and you know who owns the asset. And as a result, it's valuable because it's a store of information that can be transferred across the internet without being replicable. That's why it's valued, particularly in the art world, as the modern day transference of art information. But it can also be used to transfer any type of information. You know, I can see how an NFT could be particularly valuable to an art dealer or maybe even an art collector. Are other types of merchants also getting into the NFT space? Are there other types of goods besides artwork that will benefit from the NFT technology? Really, anything that can hold ownership and value can benefit from NFTs. The ability for a brand to issue an NFT that can hold value, that can be traded in a point of sale, is a particularly very interesting use case and one of the reasons that we built the Moonwalk platform. Consumers love brands. Consumers love loyalty. They love rewards and points, basically getting something back for their loyalty to a brand. And with our system, an NFT can actually be something that you buy as a consumer. It could be something that you earn as a consumer, which you collect, you can resell, you can keep in a digital wallet, and it allows you to hold value that's derived, let's say, from your social engagements. And then if you hold that in a wallet and you have value that's been ascribed to that NFT and you can trade that value in at point of sale, we think we have the ability to allow our brand clients to take the value that's been created around their brands in social media by their consumers and allow that consumer to carry that value through to point of sale and get something back for that loyalty to the brand. So we think it really does convey a new sense of value, particularly around an area that marketers love to use, which is loyalty and rewards around engagement. It's really fascinating, the social media aspect to your business. And I think in many ways, the aspiration for social media when it first started growing was that it would basically enable communities to form in a more organic and a more authentic and powerful way. But somehow it never really worked out that way. You know, social media trolls seem to have ruled the day. Why is what you guys are doing at Moonwalk with this combination of NFTs and social media, why is what you guys do different? And why is it perhaps more positive than what we've seen on social media so far? I think you're right where we are, you know, call it 16, 17 years into the newsfeed driven social media. We've seen some challenges arrive, you know, particularly around brands and organic reach. But keep in mind, communities did form around social going all the way back to web one and web two. I remember when I first joined Facebook, I certainly tapped into a community of people I hadn't seen in, you know, 20 years, 30 years. And so I felt this sense of community and I felt that sense of community around the brands that I loved as well. They invited us to follow them on Facebook and we did. The problem around the tyranny of the algorithm within the social network platforms, where everything that a brand did to work to build an audience kind of got tightened up on them and they had to pay to reach their own audience. Systems like ours, where you use NFTs and tokens, really allow a brand to reconnect directly with the audience. Communities of interest that come together around a brand. And we've seen this over Twitter with brands. We've seen it, as Shiv said, with the Bored Apes and smaller micro communities, crypto punks and cool cats and others. Communities can really form around an NFT ownership and a brand can identify who that audience is and we think reestablish a more direct relationship with that fan. 
And like, take me through how that works, because it's really fascinating. You're combining commerce with community, and it seems like merchants would really benefit from that combo, building these tight affinity communities on social media, enabling them to exchange value, perhaps using NFTs. What's like the real benefit and how is it different maybe than other forms of more traditional e-commerce or mobile commerce for brands and merchants? We have two key parts of our platform. One is a collection, the ability to create an NFT collection that speaks to or enables a community to be born or enhanced. And then the second part is a wallet. And that's where the community is able to unlock value based on their NFT that they hold. So the wallet we feel is where the value is stored. For example, if you are a part of an NFT community, you can go into the wallet and unlock a reward, unlock a drop, unlock some merchandise. We're forming essentially what is a brand's version of a website. When you have a wallet, the user is always going to come back because they're always going to come back for those things that they can't get on social media, that they can't just get in the website. They're coming back for that value, for those rewards, for those drops, for that merchandise that they're only able to unlock based on the collections that they've purchased. So that combination of collection and wallet is what we think is valuable. You've done a really great job of explaining the benefits of the consumer experience on on Moonwalk. Take me through the merchant experience. And I'm also just interested in when will merchants and brands be able to take advantage of the Moonwalk platform? When are you guys going to launch? So in terms of a launch, we're live. We've been live now for several months as we've been building the platform, but we're operating in an invite-only mode. We've got several large consumer brands, some major sports teams, some gaming companies, musicians, record labels, all working with us in different capacities using the wallet, as Shiv mentioned, selling NFTs, rewarding their fans for their social media behavior with NFTs. Uh, yesterday, we launched our first generative collection. So really excited about that capability. And you know, I think our vision is to take all of that social behavior that comes together around our clients' brands and try and shift that into value being exchanged at point of sale. We've been thoughtful about how we're going to do this, and we've got some thoughts around it, but we haven't really come up with the full solution yet. And it's one of the reasons we're here with your organization, and we're so excited to have joined, because we want to listen, we want to have conversations with those who are in the value chain and the ecosystem to really figure out the best pathways for that last mile to the point of sale. Now, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask about the pandemic and the impact on your business because the pandemic and now the Delta variant has really brought some fundamental changes to how we all engage in commerce. And, you know, some of that is obvious. All of us are using mobile commerce and e-commerce much more. But there's some things maybe that not every consumer sees that are changing. So what do you see as some of the fundamental changes happening in our industry and how do they impact your business? Maybe things that aren't so obvious to the untrained observer. If you think about one thing that has definitely happened, the formation of communities, people working kind of isolated, being at home, a lot of digital engagement happening. And this explosion this year around NFT communities is something you just can't ignore that is a byproduct of the pandemic. And all of these communities are virtual. Hundreds of small communities that have sprung up with people who have never met in person. They have found a commonality of interest through joining NFT communities that stand for something or that have a roadmap that will deliver value over time. And all of this is moving at an incredibly fast pace. 
I think what we've also seen is that these communities are not just valued within the small space that is NFTs and cryptocurrencies. It's really evolved beyond that, particularly in the last six months. We've seen Visa come in and purchase a CryptoPunk for $150,000, which I think is valued at double or triple that now. And that was a clear sign that they were standing behind the NFT movement and what it could potentially do for marketing and what it could do for communities and rewards. So there is a recognition outside of the NFT community that this is a real thing and it's really being treated seriously as a potential disruptor of not only marketing, but rewards and payments. That's Shiv Madden, the CEO and co-founder, and Greg Consiglio, the co-founder and chief strategy officer of Moonwalk, talking to us from New York. Coming right up, some closing thoughts on the future of NFTs. I'm a technology guy, and I must admit, I've rarely found an acronym I didn't like. However, NFT is a new one, and it's one that's particularly compelling. As we've learned on the show today, NFTs are a new digital asset class that can enable us to engage in digital commerce in radically new and different ways. After all, since ancient humans first started trading rare seashells for goods, the concept of exchanging value through rare or scarce items has captivated humankind. NFTs are a really novel way to exchange value through a new and rare digital asset. And it's still really, really early days. But as we've talked about on the show today, the possibilities for reinventing commerce are huge. So that's it for the show. But on an important programming note, starting next week, we're really pleased to announce a new host for the Commerce Code podcast. Dan Carell will be grabbing the mic. Google him and find out more about Dan. He's an amazing guy, and you're going to really like listening to him on the show. As for me, it's been an amazing ride creating Commerce Code. I thank you for listening weekly for the past year and a half, and I would be remiss if I did not give a huge shout-out to our Commerce Code team. Special thanks go to our senior producer, Rebecca Donahue, our sound engineer and editor, Frankie Mastrangelo, our podcast project manager and audio recording, Meredith Hill. Our digital marketer, Daniel Dimmick. For the Digital Commerce Alliance, take care of yourself, take care of each other. God bless you. This is Silvio Tavares, signing off. <laughs>